0: good morning, Jamie, and good morning, everyone. Uh, Thanks for being here for part of your morning. Big day on the show. We've got some interesting guests uh, joining us in the 10 o'clock hour at uh, 10.05 this morning. Dr. Richard Carmona is going to join us. He is the... uh he is the advisor, the chief advisor on COVID-19 to the governor's office, former U.S. Um, Surgeon General. And we're going to talk to him about the numbers as they come in every week. They come in on Wednesdays. And how, where is Arizona? Our death rate remains the average, uh, you know, as it's been in the past, is elevated. But hospitalizations are way down, especially among younger people, younger and healthier people. So we'll have that conversation. And at 1035, Dave Ramsey joins me. We are going to have uh, Dave to talk about the economy we're in, this this spike in inflation and how the average American family can deal with it best. So that should be an interesting conversation with the financial guru here from KTAR. I want to start there this morning. The blame game continues, which we'll get to. I want to take you back to November of 2020 when Joe Biden was uh, running to be president of the United States. I want you to hear what Joe Biden made this promise to the people of America.
1: I promise you, I'm going to take responsibility. When I make a mistake, I'll admit it. But I tell you what, I promise you, I will never break my word you.
0: Have they uh, ma- admitted they've made a mistake at the border? The answer is no. Have they ma- admitted that they made a mistake in the way we left Afghanistan? The answer, again, is no. But most recently on the economy, we keep hearing that this is Putin's fault, Right. So let's let's listen to a few things. This is uh, Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary. And whose fault is all of this?
1: The invasion of Ukraine and the volatility of the oil market is no excuse for excessive price increases, profit padding or any effort to exploit American consumers. No one should capitalize on Putin's aggression by taking advantage of American families.
0: So uh, Jen Psaki is now saying with charts and graphs, they are they are they are grad, graph Putting graphs up with the profits of oil companies and showing you how the increased profits are uh, are what is really the cause of the problem here. It is not the administration and their decision to pro- not to produce more oil. It's the oil companies and they're they're stealing or they're uh, they're bilking the American people with with horrible price increases. I want to move on. Senator Warren was on with CNBC. Elizabeth Warren was on with CNBC. And she goes a little bit broader. Now that we live in an America where there's a lot more concentration in certain industries, look at the oil industry, look at uh, meat industry, look at groceries generally, that what's happened is these companies have said, you know, we'll pass along costs. But while we're at it and everyone's talking about rising costs, let's just add an extra big dollop of cost increases to expand our profits. Uh, so you demonize. You, you uh, marginalize and that's how you start the war. This war on capitalism, the war on uh, the free markets is the path they are on. I've used this illustration before and I want to be careful because I'm not making a direct connection, but I'm going to make uh, that this is what they're doing consciously. But if you've ever read and it is an eye opening thing to read, if you read the Communist Manifesto, it will open your eyes. The Communist Manifesto has us against them is what the basis of it is, the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie are the rich. The proletariat are the poor. And the poor are always downtrodden and they are always underneath the rich. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer and they're too dumb to know it. And uh, there's a lot of things that happen in there. Number one, and I talked about this during the Trump tax cuts when bonuses were being given out and raises were being given to employees. It's called the immiseration of the proletariat. And in the immiseration of the proletariat, it goes like this. If the people don't know or they're too dumb to realize how bad they have it, it's our job to tell them How bad they have it. That is basically the immiseration of the proletariat. So it is part of the job of Senator Warren. At the time, it was Nancy Pelosi. If you remember when she talked about the crumbs, when there were uh, minimum wage increases and when people were making extra 40 bucks a week because the government raised the minimum wage, this was going to save American families and keep them afloat when the free market was giving people 500 or $1000 bonuses they were being told that was those were crumbs you are getting crumbs with the obscene profits your employers are making so it is always us versus them the proletariat is good the bourgeoisie is bad and the government must stand in the middle to protect you the dumb public from these evil corporate lions and that's what that's the fight that's the the immiseration of the proletariat the other things that i found interesting in there is they call re- religion, the opiate for the masses, that if you can get people focused on eternity and then your life here doesn't matter, you're going to spend what between what, 60 and 85 years, 90 years, somewhere in that uh, range, the average lifespan for people, you're going to spend, you know, about seven decades on this planet plus maybe. And uh, while you're here, it's not that big of a deal because eternity, that's forever. So the, the horrible life you're leading here isn't a big deal. Let's focus you on eternity. So that's what they call faith. They call faith opiate for the masses. So all of these things, I don't think that they're sitting down. I don't believe Elizabeth Warren or Nancy Pelosi or anybody else is sitting down and reading the Communist Manifesto and taking it as a playbook. But if you read it, it looks like a playbook because it's an ideology. The ideology that private industry is bad. You know, the the average small business owner is not wealthy. The average small business owner works more hours than their employees work. The average small business owner is really the backbone of America. What they are is an entrepreneur that wants to set their own course and make their own mark. Some people become immensely successful and they become wealthy. And you know what? God bless them. When you see someone now that owns a business... And they're in their 40s or their 50s and they're driving a Mercedes and they have a a cabin up north or they have gained some level of affluence. Where were you when they were bringing bag lunches to work and not paying themselves? Where was the government then? In America, we used to reward success. We used to look at successful people and say, look at that person, look at him or look at her. If you work hard, there's a chance that can happen for you because this is um, America. So I want you to hear a couple of more things of what they're saying. The Energy Secretary Granholm had this to say.
1: The administration's reaching out to Saudi Arabia
0: and to Venezuela. I think uh, folks that many Americans might consider unsavory characters in this search for energy to kind of fill this Russian energy void. How should Americans view this?
1: I think Americans should see the administration calling right now for an increase in supply as something that helps them. It's increased supply at home and increased supply around the world so that we can reduce the cost at
0: the pump. So you've got people in Texas. The governor of Texas is saying that the Biden administration is blocking Texas from getting natural gas to Europe where they need it because of their strong reliance on Russian oil and the reversal of flow in that country. House Democrats blocked an energy independence bill. GOP energy experts slammed this as an unconscionable uh, move. So they were going to pass an energy independence or They wanted to put one forward, and it was crushed by the Democrats in the House because they control the House. So when they talk about increased production here, it is smoke and mirrors. None of this is happening. None of this is happening. Now, Pete Buttigieg, Transportation Secretary, what's the answer? We need to make sure that there is less pressure on family budgets from transportation, which is often the second biggest budget item after housing itself. One of the tools that that we have in our toolkit to do that is to make sure there's access to excellent public transportation. So we're going to tax the American people to the tune of trillions of dollars, and we're going to get things in Phoenix like light rail. Now, I have been such a critic of light rail, not the idea of a rail system in Phoenix, not the idea of public transportation, which I think is phenomenal. I spent a summer in New York when I was much younger and uh, I was living with some friends in Staten Island and we would take a bus to a heavy rail train to the Staten Island ferry to Manhattan to get on the subway to get where we wanted to go in Manhattan. It was amazing. I mean, I love public transportation. What you end up with is billions of overspending. So when we tore up, for those of you that are new here in Arizona, let me, if you've seen light rail as it runs north and south on central, let's, let me explain what happened to central when they put light rail in, when they put light rail in on down central. They destroyed so many businesses, some of which had been there for decades. Business was so bad along the light rail path that the mayor of Phoenix then started a website that was called Shop the Line, and the mayor then was trying to do his best to save businesses in downtown Phoenix. And so the light rail got put in, and it was such a nightmare on Central when they decided to run it south on Central all the way down into South Phoenix. Businesses in South Phoenix fought it. They went to city council meetings and said four lanes, no trains. We don't want light rail. So someone explained to me how we've benefited from the billions and billions and billions of dollars in light rail, with a few exceptions. If you're an ASU student going from the campus in Tempe to campuses downtown, great idea. If you want to go to a ball game, does it make any sense to anyone that the one place where the highest usage of light rail would be during a baseball or basketball season would be those trains down t- downtown? And in the summer months, when our temperature is well over 100 degrees, the busiest part of it downtown where the stadium is and where the, the arena where the Suns play is, we see they're separated by a city block. What is that, a quarter of a mile? So you're going to walk a quarter of a mile in that heat or ride in one of those tricycles because you walk that's how far apart they separate the trains in just that part of downtown Phoenix. The stops are every half mile and they're on the same roads the buses are on. You can't make a left turn, you got to go up to a light and make a U-turn and then go back down the other way and make another U-turn. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. So I love public transportation, but this is what we get. And by the way, Pete Buttigieg, with his let him eat cake attitude, first it was electric cars. Now it's just take the bus. Don't worry about your car. Take the bus. That's their answer. And then they want to blame everyone else. In a moment, we're going to talk about the county attorney. She has shifted her, her stance and statement about all of those cases that were lost. We'll talk about that coming up in just a moment. Hey, a big congratulations goes out to Mark Sloan in Tonopah, Arizona. He won $100 as part of our 100 Days of Giving leading up to our 100th anniversary here at KTAR News. We have been in this valley now almost 100 years. That happens very soon. And leading up to it, we are giving away 100 bucks every day to a listener, and they get to choose a charity of their choice. And we're going to give $100 to that charity as well. That $100 from Mark went to Toys for Tots. He won 100 and so did they. If you want to be a part of this, just text the word, I'm sorry, text the number 100 to 411923. That's the number 100 to 411923. So Maricopa County Attorney Alistair Adele has made an about face. I want you to hear what the governor had to say. The governor was asked about this. If you don't know the backup on the story, our county attorney, Alistair Adele, has been under a lot of fire recently. She uh, self-admitted. She went into a rehab facility for alcoholism and an eating disorder and some other things and um, and continued to do her job. There was a letter that was written by some of her colleagues. These were the immediate supervisors that worked under her in the office, some of them. They all signed on to a letter that went to also to the Bar Association saying they didn't believe that she could continue to do the job appropriately, and they wanted her to step down. She refused. They accused her of being impaired at work, which she categorically denied. She's refused to leave the office. She said, I'm not leaving. I can do the job. I am doing the job. And then there were about 180 cases. They were misdemeanors, but they were criminal cases, some of them involving violence, domestic violence, assault, things of that nature. But DUIs, uh, criminal damage that had been dropped because They weren't filed in a timely manner. Statute of limitations for filing charges ran out. And so all of those cases had to be dropped and the victims had to be notified that there would be no prosecution. So the governor was asked about this recently and had this to say. I think leaders should take accountability for their actions and not blame people on their team. Uh, the county attorney said that there were some people in her office that failed to do things in a timely manner. That that was her initial statement, and I, I I talked about this when it first happened, and I I believe that you cannot over communicate in a crisis. That when there is something going on, the more you communicate with people, the better you are. When there are doubts about your ability to do your job, you have to be out in public and show that you are um you're doing the job that you're capable of doing the job. That's my opinion. But that wasn't the opinion of the county attorney's office. They had released a statement that kind of blamed other people in the office. A new statement was made by the county attorney, and this I got from our website, from KTAR.com. Here's her quote. I take full responsibility for everything that happens within this office. To the victims of these cases, I apologize. Victim rights, Victims' rights is a pillar of my administration, and I will endeavor to ensure this error does not happen in the future. She said that the governor was uh, exactly right, that he – he, um, I think leaders, when he said that, <clears throat> he said uh, that they should take responsibility. She agreed with that and said he was 100 percent right. The governor is absolutely correct in the line – uh, prosecutors are the unsung heroes of the Maricopa County uh, attorney's office. All of the employees of this office are dedicated to public servants, are dedicated public servants who strive for justice every day. There is, people make mistakes. Uh, there's no doubt that that happens. It, holding someone to a high standard is a good thing. But understanding that people will fall short is also something that we should remember and we should know. You know, and when this something like this happens, we have to be able to stand up and say it's unacceptable. When you couple everything that's happened here, former um, county attorney Rick Romley joined me on the show and was talking with me about this specifically and was saying, listen, I I supported Alistair Adele. I endorsed her. I like her. But we have to have the highest amount of. Confidence in the person that runs this office and my concern as a citizen of Maricopa County is that are we getting the highest level of service from people in that office? And if we're not, we need it. It's not just what we deserve. The people of Maricopa County have to know that the chief prosecutor in Maricopa County is going to get the job done. And so far, look at what we're seeing. One of the things that is also happening is when you look at her personal life, is she able to overcome this addiction and live a healthy life while she's doing such a high-stress, time-consuming job? Those two things are immensely important to take into consideration. And I feel for her personally, On a, I don't know her personally, but on a personal level, on a human level, I wish her nothing but the best. I'm certainly not trying to add to the stress that may lead someone down a path of, of, uh, of, you know, going backwards. But at the same time, the people of Maricopa County have a very high expectation of the person that is the chief prosecutor of the crimes that are committed in Maricopa County. Police officers in every agency that deals with that office need to know that they are going to be taken care of, that their cases are going to be filed when they do the legwork. Coming up in a moment, we have got um, Gatos is going to join me with the Big Q poll question of the day. So we'll get to that coming up here in just a couple of moments. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos. you wearing green. I have a green hat on. Does that count? I'm wearing my University of Miami hat that's green. Does that count? Did you do it
1: on purpose because it's St. Patrick's Day?
0: Um, I don't know. I just put on the hat. There you go. I have an an orange one, and I have an old green one, and I grabbed the old one. Maybe I did it subconsciously.
1: See, everybody's going to be wearing green today. Are you? Ah, you? know, no, I'm not going to. Why not? I, I'm not going to conform to that kind of but thing. See, It'll I, be, I'm not I'm, forced into wearing certain things, Mike. You know, I'm what half.
0: I'm half Irish. Oh, so, I mean, I know that. And, and, and I'll be honest. I like St. Patrick's Day. I think it's a fun day. Yeah. But I I don't celebrate it like others.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, have you ever had a green beer?
0: No, no. I. It's have not. It's weird. No,
1: it's weird. I um. You know.
0: I have a friend. Her her name is Mary, and she is a. No, is this your girlfriend? I don't have a girlfriend. I'm um, just checking. No, no. Now she, is this someone that you're interested in as a girlfriend? Oh uh, no. no, no, no. Oh no. I'm just checking. No, no. I, no if you she, saw, doesn't, she, she doesn't, she doesn't like you that way. No, she she has nothing. Wants nothing <laughs> to do with me. Um, anyway, she is a an Irish dancer. She does classical Irish dancing. Yeah. So she is all in on St. Patrick's Day, but she's really? been doing this her whole life. I mean, this is so it's not just on St. Patrick's Day, but, you know, that's kind of a thing for her.
1: Huh. Now, why don't you date this girl? She sounds very nice. You need a girlfriend. You know, why don't you start dating this this Mary gal? Would you like me to call her for uh, you? All right,
0: all right, one, there's one reason. Oh. My she's face! not good looking. My face. No, it's I'm not good looking. <laughs> your face. face yeah it's my face uh, uh. she's like you're like hey
1: why won't you date me listen mike it's that grill man
0: <laughs> no she didn't say anything i asked the question she just held a mirror she held up oh. a mirror, and i was it was uh, the, the extent of the conversation
1: too. see i don't think you're that awful looking you know i'm just saying I that's mean, the you prob- point
0: see what you're you know. exactly right that's the point i am see, not awful looking you're right yeah. You're absolutely right. That is high praise coming from yeah. you, and see, accurate. I'm not horrible. Like people don't turn their heads and flinch when they see no, me, but no. uh, they're not taking my picture either. So no.
1: I'm like a Scottsdale nine. You're around. You're like a Utah three. You're a
0: Scottsdale nine. What Scottsdale? What Scottsdale, Utah? What are you talking what do you
1: mean? about? What do you, Scottsdale, Utah. I'm <laughs> you're a beautiful
0: a, man. <laughs> <laughs> i want mirrors in my house like the ones in yours if you think you're a beautiful man oh i got good mirrors man okay
1: they 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 don't tell me the truth i love those
0: things i want one i want a bunch um what do you what's the question this has gone way off the rails the uh the
1: senate passed a bill to make daylight saving time permanent so we'll see if that actually the house has to take a look at it so we'll see if this happens okay but since we never change our clocks Mhm Which one should Arizona permanently be? Are we going to go Pacific or mountain? I did the math yesterday. Well, okay. that's not true. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister did the math. because okay. I don't do that all right and I said, what would uh, wh- I said find out you know Pacific time is always in the summer. uh what time does the sun set and he said seven thirty to eight mm-hmm. if we were to go mountain time, we're looking eight to eight thirty sunset in the summer. That's mm-hmm. tough, man. that is tough. So I may be going Pacific time. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It's a weird thing. We may have to pick from one or the other.
0: Yeah, I'm a daylight savings guy myself, but whatever. I I understand. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just glad we don't change the clocks. I think it's ridiculous. All right. Back to this Mary thing. No, no, no. We're Uh, out of time. We're out of time? Yeah, we are out of time. We'll, We'll catch up tomorrow. All right, man. All right. Thanks. Gatos. <laughs> the big Q poll question of the day is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. He made me snort laugh. That's how funny that guy is. Um, coming up just after nine o'clock, an update on Ukraine, what one senator wants to do and will the president change his mind and do it? It's a very important topic. We'll talk about that yeah. in a moment.